0: Welcome, everyone, to the ENC 101 podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Suter, and sadly, my co-host, Brennan Stewart, could not make it today. So everyone, go slide into his Instagram DMs and write him a poem or something. Anyways, today, in accordance with the amazing smash hit Sherlock Holmes radio drama, I have with me two friends of the program and fine members of the ENC theater community, Joseph Towns and Emily Bloodsworth. So tell me a little bit about yourselves, where you're from, your major, your year, anything else you want to mention.
1: I'm Emily Blesworth. I'm from Cambridge, Maryland, initially. I am a junior, and I'm double majoring in theater for social justice and journalism and writing.
0: Awesome.
2: Um, My name is Joe Towns. Um, I'm originally from a little town in Virginia called Weir's Cave. And I'm also a theater for social justice and journalism and writing major.
0: Hmm. Very cool. Thank you. All right. So <clears throat> getting into questions about the radio drama, mm-hmm. what was it like for you all coming back this fall? Did you know what was going to happen with theater at all? Uh, did you know already that there was going to be a radio drama?
2: I mean, personally, I had no idea what was going it was going to look like. Um, I wasn't even particularly planning on doing anything like <laughs> Production wise, this fall, but I was pleasantly surprised with uh, what happened. So,
1: I think I had a little bit more of an idea because I think in one of like the, over the summer or coronation or whatever we want to classify it as break, I think I had a meeting with Tara where she kind of let me in a little bit on what was going on. Mm. But once again, like Joe, I wasn't really planning on doing anything production wise this semester. I kind of just settled to be doing nothing
0: yeah all right so have either of you ever done before this anything like even remotely like a radio drama or or even voice acting or anything like that
1: i haven't (laughs) been a part of one but my high school did do one my senior year um around halloween as well so i kind of knew what it was like but we also performed it live in front of like an audience so they could come and watch people in Mm. who were in it so it was still slightly different for me
2: yeah i'd never really done anything like official like voice acting or anything my brother's a a, he went to school for acting and so him and i would kind of riff off each other and do like impressions and like that kind of thing or like voices but like hearing it recorded is something that i hadn't experienced before and that was really weird but also really cool Mm.
0: that's awesome so what was it like preparing for the drama
1: A lot of rehearsals (laughs) very late at night Yeah, where we were all going a little bit insane. A little bit. (laughs) Because with radio dramas in comparison to like normal shows, everything relies on your voice. It's completely voiced. There's nothing there to help you. There's nothing there to help you get in character. So a few of us were even like doing our own little things to help get in character. If you'd like to... Mention yeah, the robe.
2: Um, oh, yeah, the robe. Okay, so uh, one of our cast members... So in in the original, like, one of the Sherlock's home stories, you know how it's described, he wears, like, a, this hideous purple dressing gown. Yeah. And uh, so I'm over here just trying to... Getting ready to start, you know, reading through the, the show, and... Uh, this is in the
1: middle of, a re- like, a pseudo-recording, by the way. Yeah. We're already rehearsing.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we're in the middle of it, and I just feel something dropped on my head some fabric and i was like what is this and like i take it off and it's this purple dressing gown mad like psychedelic purple and like real fuzzy and everything and i'm just like you know i'm gonna put it on and so i wore it for like the whole rest of the week <laughs> every rehearsal and it was pretty epic so it just things like and it really helped honestly uh and then uh, i also later on got like a hat and pipe and magnifying glass. So it really helped kind of like cement the role in my mind. So to speak,
1: I did something similar when playing Moriarty for the first half, I realized it really helped if I had like long sleeves on so I could like Mm -hmm. fiddle with them or in the scene where Sherlock and Moriarty are going back and forth, like, what are you doing? Or like get your hands behind your back. It helped Mm -hmm. to like have something to fiddle with in character. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of doing little things to help yourself stay in that character and be in the scene.
0: That's awesome. All right. So how about you tell us a little bit about the roles that each of you played in the drama?
2: Um, okay. So I played Sherlock Holmes. Um, yep. I wasn't exp- like, I didn't go into it. Like I, I didn't go into the addition process, like going for Holmes. I was just there. Cause like I said, I wasn't planning on doing anything uh, like production wise, but I was really happy to get a chance to do it because like in the back of my mind, I always kind of, you know, you, you kind of want to be able to try a Holmes impression or like a, a character. And uh, so I was really happy to with what came out of it. It did, it took on a more of like old school kind of tone, you know, how we have like, there's so many renditions of Sherlock nowadays. Right. And so you have like the, the BBC version or like the, the Robert Downey Jr. version or like, You know the back and like um you know christopher lee did a version you know that Mm. it's it's like so many different types of sherlock and i was kind of pleasantly surprised to see mine kind of turn into like more of an old school like basil rathbone type (laughs) sherlock Holmes. you know know, like the classic sherlock so it was kind of fun that's cool
1: yeah um i was playing both professor moriarty and inspector cherelle which were two of the villains Mm. um which I really enjoyed. Weirdly enough, like Joe, in the back of my mind, I always had this little thing where it's like, I I really like villains. (laughs) So I actually came in going, I want to be Moriarty. That is who I want to be. And I want it. And when I got the role, I might've screamed a bit, but it's fine. So it was really, really fun playing a villain and being able to get into that role and like Being able to almost have sparring matches with Joe in the middle of rehearsal, (laughs) which was really fun.
0: That's cool. So when you actually like performed the final version, what was that experience like?
1: It was, at least for me, a bit wild because we had originally planned to just do it in cove and like we had a really weird setup where we just had like a phone or a recording device on top of a box and we'd have to walk up and like be sitting on the floor so we didn't make chairs creak. and then halfway through allison our director was like so actually we're going to go to qatv and use professional recording devices so it was interesting and really cool being able to go into professional space and have that there.
2: Very nice. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, no, I agree. I thought it was really cool. Like, uh, cause like I said, my older brother does a lot of this acting stuff and he'll tell me a lot of like the process, but to go through even like, like the, this sort of process for myself was really just kind of cool. And like, uh, I love the, the sound, like seeing what uh, was done with like the sound design for like the sound effects and like what we had to do as like interacting with each other, um, just even without, you know, with no blocking or anything, but still having that connection with another like group of people in a room type of deal. Mm -hmm. It was really cool to try and bring that across in the QA TV environment, because I still feel like we could have brought it across at Cove, like with the setup we had, but I think getting that sort of next step in the, in the production I think was really, really cool.
0: Nice. Um, Do you guys think it was easier or harder about the same amount of like stress and work as a normal theater production?
1: Mm. Well, there's two different ways to think about that actually Mm. for me, at least, because along with acting and such, I also do a lot of tech roles. So if we're talking on the tech side based simply on the amount of tech we had, it was probably less stressful, except for the people doing it. Um, but it was definitely still stressful, because while we didn't have a performance of a show we were doing every night for two weeks, instead we were doing four different shows that we were trying to rehearse all at once, and we had right. to keep so many different characters in our head and different plot lines and it was tricky sometimes to come into a rehearsal after not rehearsing it for like a month and being like what's this one about again
2: yeah uh i'd say i'd say like i haven't had i've had some experience in theater like i grew up doing some plays and, and whatnot um I'd say for me personally, and it may just be the fact that all I had to do was the one voice for four weeks or two or a month or two months or however long we rehearsed for. um, I found, yeah, I was going to say it it seemed like a long time, but I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But I feel like it was a little less stressful just because, you know, you don't have to worry about, and it was less stressful, but maybe a little bit more difficult, if that makes any sense. Because I feel like stress-wise, all you had to worry about was your own voice performance. You didn't have to worry as much about like physicality. You didn't have to worry about set. You didn't have to worry about, you know, costumes. You didn't have to worry about quick changes or anything like that. So the stress kind of was dialed down a little bit in the moment. But it all hinges on that one aspect of your performance, which is the voice. And so that does make it a lot more difficult to do. But I don't think it is quite as stressful, if that makes any sense.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, in the process of uh, preparing this and performing it, do you think you enjoyed it more or less than a traditional theater experience? And, and in, in the future, when, whenever this happens, whenever mm. we can go and have normal theater productions again, are you going to go man, I wish we were doing another radio drama or are you going to be happy to be back in the normal swing of things?
2: I mean, personally, I thought it was a blast. I thought it was, it was a great time. I would love to see something like another radio drama happen in the future, even after yeah. all this. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think it's such a cool medium and it's such a cool way of storytelling because it really it, it engages an audience in a way that, that you, have to, you have to do a lot more, uh, you know, in you know, you have to do a lot more deduction, as you know, and and uh, a lot more thinking about what's going on rather than just it getting kind of more handed to you. And there's you know, granted, uh, there's a lot of plays that are much that way, even within the scenery and the the costumes and all that. But I think there's something uh, there's something charming about a, a good radio drama as opposed to a, a pr- like a, a full on production or play production. So
1: yeah, I also really enjoyed it. Um I'd love if we could do something like this like make it like of uh, maybe once a year just sometime we throw in a radio drama somewhere um but I know that's going to be difficult just because we have to cut out a different performance probably just stress wise but I don't know if I enjoyed it more I think I enjoyed it in a different way because mm-hmm. like I really really enjoyed it but there's something that I miss about the lights and the costumes and the scenery and being fully immersed into it Mm. instead of like trying to remember and be like, I'm still in this scene despite not having any more lines to say.
2: Yeah.
0: So did you guys have any like favorite moments from, from rehearsals or preparing or performing or anything?
2: Um, I mean, aside from the robe, the robe was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Ad-libs were always fun, hearing them be said for the first time. I will always say that Jonathan Twining, who played Watson, had the best (laughs) ad-libs, which kind of goes along with another one of the moments. The first time we ever heard Old Man Holmes talk, everybody started dying because (laughs) none of us were expecting it. And there was one line that it's the bring your horse in here line where all of a sudden in the background, you just hear Watson go, please don't bring your horse in (laughs) here to my office. And so hearing all the ad libs of people actually bringing these characters to life was really, really funny to see. Hmm.
0: That's really awesome. Joe, do you have anything else besides that, that robe?
2: Oh, uh. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I feel like it was, um, there was also just a lot of, well, in the, uh, recording, like when we would go and record, cause we do one run through and then we would record. And, uh, it was always just fun to see like the different, well, first of all, the intro music, the jazz music that, that yeah. played, <laughs> every time the music would be played, we would all just start dancing the and commercial like commercial music the commercial music and it would be like, it'd be so fun to just watch everybody like silently dance and like not like be very very careful not to make any noise but still like go full at it you know because we was, had to be was... even
1: so quiet to the point where we had to be really careful flipping our pages because right. the mics would pick up the paper scratching on itself wow. so when we say we were all being careful we were all like standing like two feet away from our mics wearing no shoes trying really <laughs> hard not to make any noise while full out dancing
0: yep
2: it was pretty great
0: that's awesome all right well Thank you so much, Emily and Joe, uh, for joining me here. And everyone, go check out the Sherlock Holmes radio drama if you haven't already. And uh, stay fresh, everyone. Perfect.